Guys, welcome back to another TOEIC lesson. This one is in regards to one of my wonderful Filipino followers. She lives out there in the Philippines. She's studying TOEIC and she said, you know what? I have problems with part five. So here I am today. Now, I really doubt that I've done this segment, but in this segment, it's incomplete sentences, choosing gerunds and infinitives correctly. Also, looking at academic verbs and phrasal verbs. So this could be very good for those of you out there who um, have a tendency of using slang instead of phrasal verbs and phrasal verbs instead of academic verbs. So, for instance, if you're writing an academic paper, okay, it's always good to use some of these verbs below that I'm getting ready to show you. All right, so to arrange, example, that means to set up. Now, to set up is something you would use in informal writing, or it could be in a non-formal email. But to arrange, okay, could you please uh, make an arrangement for next week? You understand what I'm saying? That's more of a formal situation. So you got academic verbs and you have phrasal verbs. So in saying that, first and foremost, I love going over the test tips. What I'll do is I'll write some of this uh, on my blog. So if you guys are already watching this, just know that th this is going to be on my blog. That's number one. Number two, tips. Test tip number one, gerund and infinitive, okay? So if you look here, your gerund can act as a noun. So doing, if put at the beginning of a dependent or an independent clause, can act as a noun. You would probably see this in some of my writing if you tune into my blogs. I love using gerunds as a complex structure rather than using semicolons and followed by different sequencers and linkers and transitional verbs and phrases. Okay, so what we have here, again, looking at how gerunds work and how infinitives work. Now, remember, very important to familiarize yourself with again do that's your basic household auxiliary verb but doing based on how you use it can act as a noun so it's very important to familiarize yourself with these i've written a number of blogs of course on my uh what is it the arseniobuckshow.com about gerunds and i'm going to continue writing these until my the season five finishes off okay so in saying that familiarize yourself those are pretty much the tips. But what I want to do is I want to show you some of these phrasal verbs, okay? Sometimes they pop up on TOEIC. And if you're not ready, if you're not ready for these phrasal verbs, you're going to have problems. So what I'm going to do, of course, if you guys are listening to me on the podcast, is I'm going to speak about some of these academic verbs that you can substitute with phrasal verbs and vice versa, all right? Those of you watching me on video, you see everything right in front of your face. So you could press pause. You can answer some of these because there are only two choices. Then you could come back and, again, listen to me and hear which one is the correct choice and let me know how many you got correct. Followed by the Part B section where I will go over eight, okay? This is just, it's not even a tactic practice. It's just a little bit of a section that I will break down some of these phrasal verbs to, again, which one best fits in the situation within the sentence, all right? So, in saying that, 
let's go over some of these. Number one, to arrange, arrange a meeting. Can you call up a meeting? Can you call up a meeting? No, but you could set up a meeting. So number one is set up. To arrange, to set up. Could you please call to set up? Could you please call to arrange? Got it? Now, the infinitive, to arrange, that's an infinitive. It's not a gerund. Arranging, you can't use ing at the end of arrange because it's one of those, I wouldn't say it's a state verb because it's not a feel verb, but it's one of those verbs like you would not see people say knowing. However, you would see knowingly, okay? Acting as an adverb, yes, but not knowing. You would never see that, all right? Unknowingly, yes, but not knowing, all right? So number two, to complete a blank area in a form. When you go out and you fill out a, oh, oh I just said the damn answer. Fill out, fill out a job application. Complete the form, okay? Academic. Formal versus informal. Phrasal verb versus academic verb. That's all there is to, okay? Number three, to support. That means to back up, okay? So parents would say, hey, I have full support over you going overseas. Or, hey, I back up. Well, you wouldn't say back up in everyday English. But again, back up means to support. It's kind of weird. I haven't said back up in a long time. But when I was a child, I would say, oh, she backed me up, meaning she supported me. Pretty bad English. All right, let's keep going. Number four, to review or check something. That means to go over, not to take over. To take over means to assume responsibility, okay? Full responsibility, okay? There it is, to review. That means to go over. Could you please go over your answers? Can you please review your answers? Number five, to stop using something gradually, okay? Now, we, if you, to be honest with you, this phrasal verb is actually, it feels almost like it's an academic phrasal verb because you've heard people say this from time to time, phase out. Meaning, to phase out means to use less and less. Right now, the airline industry and the, avia, uh, the aviation industry, they're phasing out the A380s, the super jumbos. That means they're going from using 16 to 12 to 8. Ultimately, they will retire all A380s within a decade, possibly, excluding, obviously, the Emirates. Uh, but that's very unfortunate because that's the most gorgeous plane in the world. Let's keep on going. To fail to stay on schedule. That means to fall behind. Fall behind. All right. I've said this on a number of occasions, especially when people, uh, they give me unreasonable deadlines. I say, excuse me, I can't get that done. I'm going to fall behind. Okay. That means to uh, just to fail to stay on schedule. Happens a lot out here in Thailand. There's a lot of falling behind out here. It's kind of part of the, the whole system, I guess. So number seven, to investigate. That means to look into. Hey, we're looking into it. We're looking into it. We're looking into it. You would hear that in the movie, The Negotiator. That's why I really like to encourage people to follow up on Netflix. Not because I am a servant in terms of Netflix, but there are lots of great expressions and phrasal verbs within that. All right? Within the movies, of course. To continue, that means to keep on. To delay or reschedule, that means to put off. <sighs> at the beginning, at the dawn of the COVID situation, 
what ended up happening was all my projects were put off. What was supposed to be April, what was supposed to be May and June ended up being never, right? Sometimes it would be October. Sometimes it would be November. Not all the time, unfortunately. So that's one way of putting it. Now, the last one to consider. That means to think over. Hey, I'm going to have to think over what we had chosen in terms of et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So these are some great phrasal verbs. I'm not telling all of you to go out there and memorize every phrasal verb in the world. No, these are phrasal verbs slash academic verbs specifically catered to TOEIC. All righty. So if we look at these, I love clapping. Let's go over some of these. Now, I might just do about four of them because I'd like some of you to, of course, give me, um, not give me, but I'd like some of you to, hey, relay some things over. Tell me what you think and answer questions five through eight. So I would like you to press pause, okay, at any given moment. Go over questions five and eight. Type your answers in the comment section or wherever you see this. Again, primarily it's on Facebook. Uh, if you guys are watching this on my, uh, what is it? If you're listening to this on my podcast, I'm hoping that I'm not lazy enough, but I would put some of these answers on there. So you make sure you stay tuned. So number one, despite working overtime every day for two weeks, he's still with his work. So think about it. Despite working overtime, okay, you would think that he would have finished. He will have finished all his work, but he didn't. That means he is still what? Is it went through? Is there anything indicating went through? Kind of like went through hard times? Negative. Backed up? Back up, that means to support, right? Is there anything in terms that relates to support? There is a contrast in ideas, obviously using the subordinating conjunction despite, despite working overtime every day for two weeks. He still fell, past tense, behind with his work. Boom. Number two, the customer called three times this morning to mm, a meeting, set up, call up, or take over. set up. Set up it is. I was waiting for you guys to answer. Okay. I want you guys to answer some of these because again, native English speakers, no problem. This is very easy. Non-native English speakers, this could be a problem, but it's a quick fix. Number three, it was decided to either put off, fill out, or take over, buying the new equipment until next year. Next year, that means something had been postponed. What is another word for postponed? Boom. Bob's your uncle. Number four, the judge promised to mm, any new evidence as soon as possible. Okay, look after, look into, or look out of. Oh, yeah, this is when it gets a little bit tricky. I'm going to give you guys five through eight, as a matter of fact, for especially my folks on my ESL podcast. Number five, visitors to the United States are required to bring about, think over, or fill out an immigration questionnaire. A questionnaire is normally on a sheet of paper. Number six, the planned merger between the companies took over, fell through, backed out of, because, okay, so something happened and this is the result. They couldn't agree on the price. 
So because they couldn't agree on the price, that means they disagreed. Meaning, was there a took over, fell through, or backed out of? Now, there was a planned merger between the companies. Okay. Now, is it fell through or backed out of? Obviously, took over is the incorrect one. Oh, I love these so much. Number seven, when color televisions, again, subordinating conjunction, became popular, black and white sets were gradually, ah, so color, popular, okay, such as 737, okay, A, uh, 300s or A350s, all these different planes. What ends up happening to the A380s? And number eight, the last one. A temporary worker was hired to Mary while she was on vacation. So Mary was on vacation. So a temporary worker was hired to what? Take over, fill in for, or fall behind. And guys, this is how you do it. Again, am I going to say again, I'll repeat that. Memorize all phrasal verbs? No, not necessarily. But there are phrasal verbs that you must know. So you can understand more and look at some of the academic verbs that you can switch in and out to have a more understanding of grammar, the context, the conjunctions, the although, despite of, when, all of these different things. Again, I've been teaching TOEFL, ITP, and IBT for a long time. So the grammar on TOEIC is no longer, it's just beyond simple for me, okay? Because TOEFL is far more difficult. So if you want to understand grammar more, TOEFL ITP grammar, if you can understand that, TOEIC would be an absolute breeze in both parts five and six. Now reading, of course, I'm going to continue doing those because I know a lot of you love my reading segments. So with that being said, make sure you tell me what other videos you would like me to do next. If you're interested in my services, my online coaching or anything else, please get in touch with me. I'm your host, as always, stay tuned for more over and out.